0: The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app.
1: Alrighty, Derek, I woke you up to do this podcast that's Level of dedication that, quite frankly, most people don't have.
0: So, good morning. It is a good morning, George. We had a decent week this week. We're not looking backwards, but we are understanding from which, from where we derive our energy.
1: Okay. We every week we do what we do, and then we look forward and we continue to do what we do. Um, so I'm even keeled. Uh, I understand your excitement. I get it. And, uh, you know, I understand you need to like juice yourself up a little bit because you just woke up, but, um, let's just, let's remain calm. Uh, It was nice. I'll say this. It was nice that Tom Brady knew how much we needed them to win by more than six and a half.
0: It was so nice that Michael Thomas caught that ball over a undisciplined and drunk Marcus Peters and housed that. Chris Carter, like reception, <laughs> found the self. Michael Thomas knew how much we needed that. Big Ben and his 5.7 yards per attempt knew how much we needed that game. And of course, the PFF Falcons and their drubbing of the Washington Breadsticks knew how
1: much we needed that one. The Spreadskins know how to do one thing really, really well. And that is help us cover and spread. Then, and that
0: is surprise us.
1: All right. Uh, we are not going to throw a party for Julio Jones catching a touchdown pass because he is the uh, one of the three best receivers in football, whether or not he gets in the end zone. We're going to roll through these three questions that we had that we wanted to answer on our Thursday podcast. Let's do it here. First one is if the Packers are able <laughs> to beat the Patriots, how do they do it? uh i mean they defy
0: god um what god wants to have happen uh they certainly don't fumble going in when the game is tied uh and and allow the patriots to uh fulfill the the destiny that's for sure
1: so aaron rodgers outplayed tom brady uh, easily he made He made a couple of spectacular throws. He was under pressure 47% of the time. Tom Brady was basically cooking dinner in the pocket and still did not look very good. The touchdown pass to Josh Gordon, I believe, was intended for Julian Edelman. Um, Julian Edelman also made the best throw I think of the uh, of the Patriots I mean, side of things. So that's the weird
0: part, right? Because don't you think like so the Patriots were down in the inside the one yard line and also didn't convert, right? So they won the game by fourteen, but for a long time it looked like that seven was going to matter. And and yeah. then you you just talked about Rogers being under pressure almost half his dropbacks. I think the when we were discussing this game. Um, you know, in the lead-up, we thought we thought to ourselves, you know, like the Patriots weren't going to be a whole lot defensively, right? They, they weren't going to, you know, put pressure on Rodgers. They weren't going to be able to cover on the back end. And I think, with some exceptions, they did actually a pretty good job of
1: that. No, oh, they, they did. And um, this game was a microcosm of what Brady and Rodgers' careers have been. Correct. Yeah. Rodgers has been, I think. Um, not I think. I, look, I, I'm gonna. I love Tom Brady. I I think he's a f- like. You know, you competitor. know that he's a phenomenal football player. He's an amazing football player and he's an incredible competitor. But quite frankly, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. And what we saw in this game was, I think, an exemplification of that, and also the reason why Tom Brady is going to go down as the greatest of all time, and that's because. Tom Brady has made the sacrifices necessary to have a better football team, and that's what the Patriots are—a a better football team, and and there's he deserves some credit for that, right? Because yeah. the the Packers could have come out and run, you know, ten plays in three and a half minutes and scored a touchdown in what was the fastest opening drive touchdown uh, drive with ten or more plays that we've seen, um, but he didn't. And uh, he didn't have a generational talent running back like James White and Brady did. And Brady deserves some credit for that because he fosters that culture. But
0: the the, the Packers, the, sorry, the Patriots provide the, the platform to amplify when Brady is brilliant and to dampen when he is poor. The Packers provide the platform to make Aaron Rodgers be brilliant to be what they were tonight, which is a pretty good to above, you know, above average to pretty good team with limitations. Would that make, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the the Packers provide a platform where Aaron Rodgers has to be the best quarterback of all time for them to be above water. Whereas the Patriots provide the platform that allows us to see Brady with a kind of an average night, to below average night, turn it into a fourteen point win against, uh, you know, a team like Green Bay.
1: Yes, you did a good job of explaining that twice, uh, repeatedly.
0: You're, you're welcome.
1: <clears throat> Thank you for your service. I, the Vance right. Joseph, I needed to. There are two people. I didn't explain that twice. By the way, if you guys didn't <laughs> I mean, see, come on, Bill O'Brien, <laughs> just pause the podcast and go Google. Bill O'Brien. It was the uh, that, the
0: that in, a, in, a, in a NFL Sunday that included New England, Green Bay, and New Orleans, Los Angeles Rams. That was the most memorable part of the weekend.
1: We are all Bill O'Brien. We are all. Uh, next question. I said this can take three minutes or seven minutes. I mean, who, who, for who will for the league's Who will be the league's fifth-best team this week? You have 30 seconds. Go. Uh,
0: I think you can make a case for two teams, maybe three. Nope. You have 30 seconds. Pittsburgh or Los Angeles Rams.
1: Maybe the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, The Rams are certainly not the... the, I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. Wow. You killed that 30 seconds. That was impressive. It was quick. That was really good. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers. And the reason they are the fifth best team in the NFL is that they are still missing their second most valuable player, and that is Joey Bosa. Um, If they stay healthy, they are certainly the fifth best team in the NFL.
0: I think Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh demonstrated a few things on Sunday that that
1: I think carry. Interesting, because I think Baltimore sucks. So I, I agree I, that we were ahead of the curve on Baltimore. Yes, well, but, Baltimore is not very good. Okay, let, let me put let me break down for you this way then. Uh, the Chargers have a better quarterback. The Chargers have an equally talented receiving core. The Chargers have just as good of a generational talent at running back, and the Chargers most certainly have a better defense. All right. I'll, I, I see that, and I raise you
0: the fact that the Steelers have a far better offensive coordinator, a, a far better offensive line, and a kicking game that is not, the, that is not going to raise Jesus from the dead.
1: All right, so you can side with Eric and the kicking game, or me and the quarterback. By the way, do not sleep on the Falcons. Their offense is The Falcons rigid. are there, man. The Falcons
0: will be a top-10 team in in our ELO ratings this week. You well, can, can, can we
1: just, for a quick second, talk about how people were losing their— maybe not losing it, but people were like, oh my god, what a huge loss— Devontae Freeman is, and we were the first people to say this actually helps the Falcons, and it does. Tevin Coleman is a far better running the back. The Edo integral, uh, big for them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Integral uh, for
1: them, you would say. Their offense is ridiculous. And if their defense, I honestly think if their defense can just embrace some of the, it can real if you realize that you're a crappy defense, there are ways in which to play as a crappy defense all of the way the Chiefs do it. Um, yeah, brilliant. and instead of like trying to be what you're not, so I, I think they well, make that and the, and the Washington breadsticks
0: like completely played into like if you're if you have one of those Chiefsian defenses like the Falcons do, the Washington team is the best team to try it out on.
1: That is a fact. Here's the team we did not talk about. That is Carolina. Uh, Would you? I love
0: yeah. I I love what Caroline's doing. I honestly um, I think they're in the conversation too. My only concern is the stability, the ability to predict Cam Newton and Norv Turner moving forward because right now they're doing terrific. Um, but but you have to look at you know the fact that just a couple weeks ago they lost to the Washington. They were down 17 nothing to the Eagles two weeks ago, and. The two teams they've beat the last two weeks are the aforementioned overrated Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Funny, Ryan Fitzpatrick did not turn the corner today.
1: Shock. Um All right. Th- those were those were great. Those were quick. Let's go into week number 10. We're hitting the double digits here. This is very exciting. Uh, we're not going to talk about Monday Night Football uh, here because Go Tennessee. Yes. Tess- Tess, Wit, and Boog have got you covered. Get ten, your bibs ready. Ten, hop, Boog. Hop into your high chairs and prepare for a night of bliss. It'd be so good. Maybe maybe warm up some some lotion. Get yourself ready. Lathered up. Dak the table on Austin baby. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. All right, week number ten. We're gonna start with let's actually. Let's start with the Thursday night game. So the Thursday night game is a rare situation. I'm going to go ahead and hop on my because I want to know up to the minute, up to the second, what is the line in this game? And perhaps I'll be talked into placing a wager on this game. Doesn't but it doesn't look like Pittsburgh. it's shown up yet. It's not up
0: there yet. I mean, when I, when I wrote it down a couple hours ago before I took my nap here.
1: It is up there. So Ooh, Carolina, some, Pittsburgh. A couple things are up right now, man. Yeah, it's shocking what happens when you take a long winter's nap, Eric. It's impressive. A couple things are I'm elevated over here. Right now. I, you know, I had to hitchhike back from Foxboro. It's like three hours long. You know, I, it was in three different cars. It's so tough. Tough guy tough. It's amazing the effort that I put in here. Carolina getting five in Pittsburgh. Go ahead.
0: Carolina getting five in Pittsburgh, my intuition would say that that is probably a bit steep given you know what we've seen and what we talked about here. I'm going to look at Thursday Night Football, though, on my app here. We would have the number going into the week at something like minus four for
1: Pittsburgh. So there is some value on Carolina. What say you? The app is correct. The value is on Carolina. I would take the Panthers right now. I think the Panthers have a legit shot. Winning that game, um, my thought is that I will always – I always sort of want to side with the better coach I feel like in that Thursday night game and um, I – to be honest with you, I don't – I don't hate Ron Rivera in that matchup, and I don't hate Norv Turner in that matchup. So, so, so um,
0: here's the thing, though. So we talked about on the PFF YouTube channel. We talked about Randy Fitchner and how Big Ben has been less than overwhelming this this year. He averaged 5.7 yards an attempt in a game that, because it was our lock of the week, I watched the whole game and I thought Big Ben played well. And I look back at the stats and grades, and they weren't that impressive. So there's got to be something there gluing everything together. And I do think – I agree with you. I think Tomlin versus Rivera, I'd give the edge to Rivera. Um, And Norv Turner's been great. But Randy Fishner, in our coaching metrics, is like a top-five coach so far this year. Do we we give any credence to that? Does he have to prove himself a little bit more? Um, Because I I don't see the coaching disparity being that big.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think the coaching disparity is that big. But I will be siding with uh, the team that is getting five points sure. in this situation because I think it's I think it's basically even. Uh, by the way, the glue that's holding that together is James Conner, generational talent.
0: He's great. He had 100 and what, like 150 total yards today, even though like Baltimore was apparently this team that was two, three weeks ago we were talking about Baltimore as a team that could possibly contend with just the defense, and now they're four yeah. and five. No,
1: they cannot. Um, also, the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey is very good. Um, Greg Olson the, is
0: Greg Olson is one of the un, most underrated like top, let's say twenty five offensive players in the NFL.
1: Yeah, so this game actually should be very good. Yep. I would, you know what? I'm doing it. You're gonna place a wager on, on mybookie.ag. Mybookie. Hey, hey, are you going
0: which team? Which uh, w- are you gonna make a bet? Because I know on mybookie.ag. Uh, you can bet on who's going to retain or or grasp the House of Representatives in the United States. Or are you going to make that bet too?
1: Nope. Okay. Uh, don't care. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the Falcons and Browns. The Falcons are four point favorites in Cleveland you, against the You skipped, the skipped over Baker Jets Bayfields. Bills. The Falcons are <laughs> getting are four point favorites in Cleveland.
0: So this conflicts me because Cleveland was just, what, anywhere from seven to nine-point dogs at home against Kansas City. I think Atlanta, at least offensively, compares to Kansas City, and as we said, defensively compares to Kansas City, and yet Atlanta's only four-point favorites here. I do think that a team like Atlanta could let down here versus Kansas City. I don't know. I I have a hard time taking Cleveland at any point in time Um, but I also have a hard time thinking about laying four with Atlanta here. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I fight the same issue, and here's what I'll say about Atlanta. They have to win every single game they play, so they cannot be taking the foot off the gas. I think we saw that in Washington. Look, they just blew out a Washington team on the road,
0: I mean, there was room in their game plan for Julio to score a touchdown, so there was just so
1: much there. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go ahead and say four is not steep enough for the, a top. I'm gonna say it. I think they're a I think they're a top three uh, offense. I think you can make I think you can make a legit claim that they are the best offense in the NFL.
0: I, I think what's interesting is there are some rookie quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Sam Darnold being one of them. Josh Rosen another. But I think Baker Mayfield, you know, is one of those quarterbacks, which I think is just asked to do too much right now. And even though Atlanta's defense is weak, I do think that we're going to see him. We're not going to be betting against Mayfield uh, getting four points at home for much longer here. But I do think the time is now.
1: Agreed. Uh, Saints, Bengals, same spread. Saints might
0: just have to go to this game, George.
1: In the Natty. Be my guest. So Go the ahead. Bengals will, right now are on pace. I'll to, be in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. Okay. The Bengals. The Bengals right now are on pace, I believe, as was last week, to give up the most yards in league history, defensively. Um, Sexual. And so, uh, even though Andy Dalton at times can be tantalizing and frustrating, uh, I think New Orleans puts up. I think New Orleans can sort of pick the score of this game, don't you?
1: One would think, uh, yeah, it, all of these uh, plus two road dogs are are scary. But, plus um, AJ
0: Green, I, I believe, is is going in for a second opinion on a foot slash toe. That doesn't yeah. seem like that doesn't seem particularly like uh, that doesn't seem great.
1: No, I just traded for him in a fantasy league. I know you guys care about that. By the way, my fantasy advice, fire. I also on the Periscope this morning. Called the uh, someone asked which game I would rather take the under for Atlanta Washington or New England Green Bay, and I was correct. So uh, I'm on a heater fantasy wise. We, we've been just doling out
0: team. fire advice on the Periscope. Oh
1: my God! Just just come for the great fantasy Somebody asked takes. me if I should
0: they should start George Kittle on Thursday night over and over George uh, Greg Olson. And I said start George Kittle over any tight end except Greg Olson. I would, and then, yeah, I would, and then he would, and then he just went off fricking Tony Gonzalez
1: on it. I would start George Kittle or, over George Lucas. That's the uh, faith I have in George Kittle. Oh. Saints Saints minus four uh, against the Bengals. That's already at minus one fifteen. It, it's getting to five. So. Uh, Rabbit. Yeah, I don't like it as much as the Falcons, to be honest with you, but um. Look, here's the reason why the Falcons absolutely have to win that game. I I to be perfectly frank with you, I don't think that the Saints offense is better than the Falcons offense. I I I'm not saying it's worse. No, no. I, I'm just not saying it's better. I and think the Browns I, are a worse team than the Bengals.
0: Yeah. I think that I think the New Orleans is a little bit better up front and obviously in the backfield, but I don't disagree that the receiving core and the quarterback for Atlanta can go toe to toe, or even play better than New Orleans right now.
1: Thank you for your service. Washington, Jesus, this game sucks. Redskins, Bucks in Tampa Bay. The Redskins I'm are sorry. getting too.
0: I thought we were gonna skip this one.
1: Cool. Jags, Colts. I like this one. The Jags getting three and a half in in Indianapolis. So,
0: so this is how funny like. You know, so we think about like Pittsburgh and we think about Atlanta and we, teams that we overreacted to after like one week of football, four weeks of football. This game last year, when Jacoby Brissett was starting for Indy in Indy, was like a, like what, a six to 10 point spread in favor of Jacksonville. And like you, you wind the tape a year, right? And now Indy is like over a field goal favorite here. And I think Indy is actually. I mean I think Jacksonville's the side here, but I can totally see Indy pulling away from this one just because Jacksonville just appears so dysfunctional even off of a bye.
1: Jacksonville is the side, but Jacksonville is three and a half minus one twenty. So Yeah. This is uh, a here's no what play would, if
0: you're trying to bet, I think.
1: Here's what I would do. I, I think I, to be honest with you, I think this is gonna get to two and a half. Um I just feel like people are people still like Jacksonville a little bit. Um, I don't think people like Indy. So, so, so I'm
0: what, are, what are the odds that so Indy right now is three and five, coming off a of bye. They have three consecutive home games. What's the what are the what's the probability that Indy is six and five after those three games? One hundred and ten percent. Okay, I like it. I love it.
1: Plays into I, my biggest, biases, so I'm I'm into it. I am a huge Frank Reich fan, so it's one hundred and ten percent. Uh the the Lions. God, these. What is wrong with this week? It's terrible. You, this you, week you wanna
0: sucks. Hey, at least we get at least we're talking about Chicago minus six and a half versus Detroit and not Kansas City minus sixteen and a half versus ours. This is
1: horrible. Uh Lions getting six and a half in Chicago. I will take the Lions. There is no way that I'm I, I'm just never gonna bet on Mitch Trubisky as more than a field goal favorite. I mean unless he's facing Nathan Peterman.
0: But, dude, I, honestly, like, people, people give that nonsense crap. And, I honestly, like, if Peterman doesn't completely S-word the bed today slash get a couple bounces, Buffalo covers that, right? There were two yes. defensive touchdowns in a span of, like, five minutes. Yes. And and I, so, yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. I have no idea how – I mean, this should – Detroit and Chicago should nev- – there should never be a spread more than a field goal when these two teams play until I die. So – Take Detroit. I don't care how they play yeah. today.
1: I just placed a wager. That's ridiculous. All right. Arizona, Arizona Kansas City. Kansas City is a 16-and-a-half point favorite. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Here's obviously, that the, the, the
0: quote-unquote sharp side is going to be Arizona, but there's no freak. Like, Kansas City. Yo,
1: can I give a quick – let me give a quick PSA. Uh, sharps are just a, a phrase – for people that have failed in all other facets of life and so claim to be professional gamblers. That's true. Really, they're just horribly unhealthy, disgusting people who I think the phrase
0: used last week wasn't incel cuck, but I don't know what that means, so I'm just gonna repeat it.
1: That's probably too high of a praise for what sharps are. So I
0: the thing they're about morons. the thing about Kansas City is that all obese is that I think they're, I think they cover the spread in the first quarter against the the Cardinals. Yeah. And then the Cardinals are not going to score because the Cardinals have a difficult time scoring on air. So, uh, I would lay off this game because I just hate laying that many points. But the idea that like the quote unquote, the the people are going to lay, you know, going to take the points with Arizona here and there are going to be a lot of disappointed people.
1: Yeah. Um, Here's a thought. Uh, The over-under is 50. I don't hate it. The
0: under? No, the over. So you think the Chiefs are going to win 51-3?
1: No, I think that the Chiefs are going to put up a crap ton of points and that the Chiefs' defense is not very good. And Arizona coming off of by will. Uh, so can will I, make, can be
0: I we talked about this privately, but can I, I mean, I think the chiefs do a pretty good job of keeping, putting their defense in position, not to completely suck.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but when they're up by 35, they're probably not going to give a yeah. shit.
0: Yeah. So but D4 can to be chasing Derek Thomas, a sack record though.
1: You realize we're still talking about the Arizona Cardinals but, in Kansas yeah, I mean, City.
0: That's, that's the
1: trap. All right. Okay. But, Can we, what, what are we doing next week? Because this is like, uh, why would you want, this is the week. Well, no, this to is, go. this is the week. Hey honey, this... hey honey. So I've been really thinking and I would just love to take you and the kids, uh, on a nice drive up to the mountains. We we'll get a cabin. I'll grill. I'll overcook the crap out of some burgers. The kids won't eat them. We'll drink a bottle of wine. It'll be great. What do you think? Honey, I'm going to the Bengals the
0: Saints game because I want to meet Drew Brees and look at his uh birthmark on his face. You're gonna
1: meet Drew Brees by going to the Bengals Saints game?
0: Um no, I mean, okay, so so to double down on this, the, the Rams are ten point favorites at home against Seattle.
1: Yeah, okay. So I think we were right in in thinking that the love for Seattle had gone a bit too far after their offensive line played well against the Lions and the Raiders. Uh, does this seem like
0: th- the Rams? The Rams absolutely dump truck the Seahawks in this game. I right?
1: Sure. I don't disagree with that, but I feel like 10 is still a lot.
0: No, I I'm, I probably – I don't – I think there's a, what, a 10% chance we even touch this game. I was going to say earlier, this week is the reason we printed six picks this week. Yo, because we're going to print, like, one pick this week because there's nothing here.
1: I just used Yo twice uh, in back-to-back Games. That tells you how late it is. Just a quick reminder that I'm the hardest-working person in this business. So uh, you're welcome. You – I mean – you we're tied. It's a gentleman's tie. So, so the it's a bow tie actually. I I do agree with you is. that
0: this number is too high to lay the points with Los Angeles. Although, like yeah. if you're looking, if you're like looking for that fifth Super Contest pick, I would go. I would lay the points with the Rams, um, just because I just don't think Seattle has the horses to keep up with a team like the Rams right
1: now. Interesting. You and every single other person looking for a fifth Super Contest pick. Uh, I think the over here. I also like the over here. No defense will be played in this game. Um, so Gigantes. much shade thrown at Shaq Griffin, both of them. Uh, okay, so the the Sunday night game is Eagles Cowboys. There is no original night yet. Yeah, don't don't get me started. Um, I'm gonna go eat some good food in Philadelphia though. Hopefully they have some. They must. Philly is really a nice city. A steak. I like Philly. I like Philly a lot. Um, I'm excited to go to Philly. Not super excited to watch. Never mind. I'm, I'm very excited to watch uh, this game. Um, there's no uh, there's no line on mybookie.ag, so my question to you is this. Taking into consideration what you think will happen in tomorrow's game, what do you think the spread will be in this game?
0: We don't have to wonder these things, George. All right. Did Philly have a buy this week? They did. Home team buy. I think – Oh, sorry. I'm doing some calculations here. I'm getting you my sundial out. I think it should be about minus seven towards Philly. Um, Maybe even minus so, eight. I think if it's minus seven, you should lay the points of Philly.
1: Yeah. So I think, I think, God, I could really see Dallas losing tomorrow, which would be really bad for us. And and every.
0: <laughs> I really hope that. I mean, good Dallas for us, us right? Because we have Tennessee ATS. But yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, but like, I would like Dallas to somehow win to make this game enjoyable next Sunday night. Um,
0: the battle for second place in the NFC East.
1: Uh, I think it will be Philly by seven. Uh, really want to go seven and a half, but I'm gonna stick with seven.
0: I think what they're gonna do, though, what they're really gonna do is they're gonna give that little hook. We I mean, have Philly minus six and a half. And they're going to make it tantalizing and frustrating for the Philly fans. And because if they if they lay set, if they put a seven and a half out there, people are going to gobble up Dallas, right? And uh, so I think that they're going to try to balance the action because right, Dallas is a public team; people
1: are going to bet on them. Um, so. So know. what you're saying is I'm right, and it's going to be seven. All right, Monday Night Football is one of the greatest games. Uh, on the schedule, and that's the Giants, who had a really great week this week. They didn't lose, and none of their players uh, did anything terrible with, like, a uh, other person in a bed in a white substance. So that's impressive. Well, uh, that we know about. Uh, that we know about. The, the They are playing the Niners, and I believe Nick Mullins. The Niners are three-point favorites at home. Nick, I, Nick Mullins, I, everybody. Stupid rating. I just can't even. I can't care about this game. This is such. This is awful. And luckily, and luckily,
0: it's about a pick'em. If you look at my numbers here, uh, I love that phrase, my numbers. But like, if your you look, numbers. Did you pull them out of your
1: briefcase? I did actually. I,
0: the seven came before the three um, naturally. Uh, although, if you're uh, if you're the Patriots tonight, you often prefer to three at times. Um, but uh yeah so it's about a it's yeah it's basically zero here so you would have a pickem what would you whereas the the market would give San Francisco minus 3 at home
1: I don't I don't think you could there's just how much would i have to pay little, you to bet on this game uh a lot of money probably have to pay me more to watch it but actually no well cuz we mug. have so there's and Tess Wittenbug or must must listen
0: Tess TV. Wittenbug. There's also the fact there's also the preseason under seven that we gave out for the Giants. So every time they lose, we are closer to that. So there's some reasons to watch it.
1: <laughs> the problem is as a Niners fan, I'm just gonna be hoping that the Niners lose because I'm actually a real Niners fan and not some fake loser moron idiot. I, I'm still wondering so, when they're gonna fire Shanahan, to be honest with you. I uh, can't believe it. It's amazing. People are Calling for his head, and then after they win that game, which they should have lost, people are like, "Oh my god, he's great, amazing!"
0: Just, I mean, how how amazing is it to you? And granted, like our our listeners are very smart, you know, people that consume PFF, all that kind of stuff. But like interactions that you have on like Twitter, or just people like you know randomly like at the grocery store, like how many people watch football every single week of their life and understand? 10% of it.
1: Well, I don't interact with people on Twitter, nor do I go to the grocery store. So you don't eat food, so there's that. No, I just don't go to the grocery store because it's a waste of my time. Sounds
0: like, uh, yeah, sounds like it's a called, personal it's problem. Called,
1: it's called 2018, 20, 20 bro. You can have your food delivered. It takes me 10 minutes every Monday, and my whole foods order is delivered to me. It's brilliant. So you you don't have kids
0: yet, though. The issue is, is the grocery store is a nice escape.
1: Again, proof that I am of a higher intellectual order. Uh, the giant...
0: I have, I'm well, So if it. you're of a higher intellectual order, am I of a higher evolutionary order? I've spread my, my genomics already. Okay. My progeny. Yeah. All right. Well, let's... Uh... <laughs> All right, this podcast this is, this is, this is... This is fun.
1: You guys are welcome. Uh, Venmo, hit us up. Give us some donations for the, the work. That we, we have to right. donate the lock of the week. Uh, the winnings this week. Thank God. It is 3-11. This is where we're going to sign off. I could not care less about the Giants the Niners. I'm just going to be rooting for the Giants and generational talent, Saquon Barkley. We'll be back with you on Thursday. And uh, we'll have our... Like, favorite. Look ahead, locks. Not locks. God, I can't even speak. We'll have YouTube videos. Check them out. Eric, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.